the most electrifying comic podcast in all of iTunes. This is the Capeless Crusaders. Yo, we're back. Well, tonight, technically, we are the movie. The Crusaders. movie Crusaders. <laughs> Got the core movie guys here tonight, uh, movie and TV show guys. But of course, we're still going to cover comics because that is the basis of all this. That's what our show is. Uh, and uh, by the way, <laughs> who was uh, who was it that introduced us tonight? What's your name, buddy? Uh, this is, of course, the Azorian one, Anthony Steves. I am the Azorian one on all social medias. It's odd because I'm sitting in the Dr. Barry seat, and it's just it's a weird. <laughs> It's we, it's different. The weather's different here. It's like it's a little warmer. Uh, suddenly, it's a little bit more indie over there. Yeah, a little more indie, a little more death metal. I'm liking over here. Suddenly, I just want to go. Let's talk about comic. My hair, my hair is growing. It's weird. He's got a power to him. It's a power he has. Hey, he. It's like the power of Thor. It's it's some it sort is. of like. He whoever is worthy shall sit there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, it's a, it's a death metal Thor over here. It's amazing. That's, it that's the inscription on the seat. Yeah. The same inscription that's on uh, Thor's hammer. That's what's hurting me. It's an inscription I'm sitting on. Chernier. Chernier. All right. Sit, to my left is of course sitting in the seat where Jamie Burgess. I am the Jamie Burgess usually sits. This is a uh, Curtis at Calm Down Warren. Also known as Existential Romeo, uh, who's uh, who's reporting live from uh, from the FaceTime or the FaceTime? Not a Steve's. It's someone else this time. Yep. Live from Gulf, California. Just kidding. Wait, from Los Angeles, doing the FaceTime. <laughs> uh, this is Tom at Tall Dark Not Ugly on everything, on everything, on everything, <laughs> on everything, on everything, on everything. I put that on everything. Well, everything. Uh, hey, Tonight we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be doing it a few different ways. Uh, this 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 episode primarily is gonna focus on the TV shows because um, we have like seven of them, five of them. There's so a lot TV of them shows. premiered to, like these past few days, so it's pretty crazy. Yep. So we're gonna be talking about those, but we always got to kick it off by uh, talking about what we've been reading uh, this week, and uh, I guess I'll start that off. Um, this week, I, I took a break away. I know last time uh, we came here, I was talking about, uh, you know, doing some reading of the Infinity Gauntlet with my daughters and uh, and also reading uh, Irredeemable um, from Boom Comics. This time around, um, I took a break. My buddy, he was down in, I think he was in Reno and went to a flea market. Just, you know, being a being a bro that he is, picked me up some random comics. He got me a Batman from the New 52 comic. Nice. Uh, nice. And, and uh, this one was pretty cool. It was kind of interesting because on the cover, it shows Batman fighting Bruce Wayne. And you know, how, you know how the cover arts can be. Wait a minute. Yeah. Bruce is the best. The best the Bru- exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay, how, how are they going to explain this one? And uh, it turns out that it was um, Clayface. Uh, yeah, rearing his uh his ugly head again and Daggett. Yep. Mm, the Daggett cream. Now h- here's the thing. When I was reading this, there's a really particular point that happens actually. Oh uh, Steve's do me a favor. Yes, sir. Grab my bat bag and pull out the Batman comic book because I want to. Sh- I want to show this to Tom. To the bat bag. While I tell everybody what was happening, so Clayface traps. Um, <laughs> Holy bat bag, Curtis! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, 
so uh, so Clayface has infiltrated um, and has Batman, or you know, aka Bruce Wayne, actually not known as Bruce Wayne, uh, trapped in his uh, armory, uh, mm. surrounded by all his weapons and gadgets and all that stuff. And eventually he throws um, Bruce Wayne into the incinerator. Lucius Fox oh. is already in there. Son of a bitch. Um, they get stuck in, uh, inside of the incinerator. Uh, there's no fail-safes. Uh, Clayface has posed as Bruce Wayne, used his voice to disable them all, posed as Lucius Fox, took out all of the fail-safes. And, uh, and uh, so they have no way out. And while they're looking around... Lucius sees, you know, says, hey, this is the place that incinerates all of our prototypes that we can't let get out. And well, while he's saying that, he looks down and he sees a prototype suit uh, sitting down oh. there. And uh, he, he tries to put it on and Bruce tells him, hey, I got this. Don't worry about it. I'll put it on. And after he gets fully, uh, like, fully suited up. Oh, no. Is it the Batman be- <laughs> it is the Batman Beyond like, oh. suit, and that was their only hope oh, of getting out it, of there. Those of you who are unaware, uh, Tom is big, 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 big fan of Batman Beyond. <laughs> Huge fan. So I just, I just have to read a few Boom. lines real quick of why they, how they explained it. So, so Lucius is hanging on to Bruce as he's in the Batman Beyond suit, and they just punch through the whole, the wall to get out of the incinerator. And Bruce says, "And you threw this out? Why?" And Lucius said. It, because it'll be at least twenty years before this thing is cost effective, but there, uh, uh, but there are other reasons. I'll fill you in on some time. So again, just a nod to Terry McGinnis, the suit being used in the future. I thought that was super cool, mm-hmm. and of course, the whole time I was waiting for tonight so I could tell Tom that hey, Tom, <laughs> I, the Batman Beyond suit was in a New Fifty Two uh, Batman comic. So that's what I read. I'm going to kick it over to Tom if he can even contain himself. You, you can't you see him. it right now, but he just nerdgasmed all over the iPad <laughs> in his end. Just nerdgasmed all over it. He just totally nerdgasmed. And actually, you know what? I'm going to kick it over to Steve. Steve, uh, what were you reading this time? So uh, I actually got, I'm waiting for the arrival right now. I did order on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, so I've been doing my research on a certain man named Jeff Loeb. Jeff okay? Loeb. Oh, yes. Uh, he is, of course, the, the first, uh, being the guy who's new to comics when it comes to actually reading them. Mm-hmm. Um I, the first comic I read was The Long Halloween, which was the inspiration for Dark Knight, uh, part of it anyway. And uh, I loved the way it was written. I loved the way it looked. I wanted to know more about it, did my research, and I knew that The Dark Victory, of course, uh, Dark Victory was the sequel to The Long Halloween. And so I was like excited to see that. That was awesome and everything. And now... I did some more research. I listened to a few things about Jeff Loeb. I found out, and I found out myself that there were three Halloween stories that were written before the Long Halloween, okay. called Haunted Night. I didn't know about this. I know. I know. There's comic guys right now at home going, "You do, you stupid. Yeah, it's been around for years. What, you idiot." I know, but this is new to me. Okay, new <laughs> right. to me. Right. And I came across Haunted Night. I see it's three stories with Joker. And Scarecrow and okay. Penguin involved all around Halloween, and it became the comic stories that uh, led into the Long Halloween. Oh no way! So, yeah, so I've ordered that on Amazon. That's arriving soon. I'll be reading uh, Batman Haunted Night, three stories that led to the Long Halloween, and it re- I now know why I like Jeff Loeb so much, thanks to a, shirt, a certain podcast I listened to a, a certain popular comic podcaster who has a show on AMC. I think you guys know what we're talking about. <laughs> of um, course. He had an interview with Jeff Loeb about a year ago. Oh, okay. 
And that's when the Steves here found out, no wonder I like Jeff Loeb so much. Before he wrote comics, he wrote movies, including yep. Arnold Schwarzenegger's film Commando. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, dang. That's why I like Jeff Loeb so much. It's so, all making sense now. Although it's the first uh, comic writer I've uh, ever read, I mm-hmm. now know that Jeff Loeb is my favorite of all time because of that. Um, <laughs> so I'll be waiting for Haunted Night to arrive. But currently, thanks to Mr. Uh, D.R. Barry, David Barry. I am currently in the middle of Volume 2 of Invincible, the Ultimate Collection. Nice. About Chapter 17 right now. It's really intriguing. As someone who's always been, you know, who's someone who started reading comics that are, you know, the gritty, mob-based drama stuff. Right. It's it's new for me to be reading the the science fiction fantasy side. But this is really enjoyable. It's really good. It's uh, got me hooked. It's got comedy, drama... Uh, we've left off with – volume one ended with the main character's father. Okay. He's discovered – the main character discovered that his father is behind all the murders of these superheroes. Okay. And that his whole plan was to come to Earth, you know, have a son, mm-hmm. and then be the bridge to his civilization – to take over Earth, okay. to build a better civilization. Makes sense. And doing so, those that resist, he would kill. Well, Mark, a.k.a. Invincible, has said, no, I'm, I'm, I can't let you do that. Mom's going to die. Family's going to die. And the first one ends with Omni-Man, Dad, beating the <laughs> Cue the sheep. The sheep. <laughs> out of Invincible, but Invincible continuing to say he's going to stop him. And it ends with, I mean, Invincible's beaten on the ground, bleeding. Omni-Man's upset, angered, saying, join him. And Invincible just is broken and, and says, you know, Dad, stop. And something about that just makes Omni-Man fly out of Earth, disappear, and not be seen. He's gone. Are you serious? Cause and he's flying away angry with tears in his eyes. Okay. And this this guy's an, he just killed what would be equivalent to the Justice League. The whole Justice League. If Superman yeah. turned against the Justice League, yeah. killed everyone. Yeah. He just did that. But the sound of his son calling out to him at that last moment made him fly away in despair. That's crazy. So now volume two is, you know, this kid, invincible. Yeah. Continuing on. Okay. A new Justice League is formed. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Omni-Man's gone, and now it's him taking up the mantle of being this superhero on Earth with this new crew. Yeah. And more adventures ensue, because I haven't gotten any farther than that. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> you know, because I remember Dr. Um, well, David Barry had uh, kind of talked to us a little bit about that, and I was like, how is this all going to end? But it reminds me of how, like, this big, tough guy, you know, who did all this crazy stuff, ends up being touched by a very sentimental moment. Oh, yeah. Just oh, like yeah. Tony Stark when the mom spit in his face yep. in Civil War. It, like, it took that to break him. Yeah. And it, it wasn't like, you know, he threw him through a wall and he's beaten. Right. He beats the out of his son. I mean, the, the kid, his, his costume is destroyed. The mask was torn off, bleeding out of eyes, nose, mouth, ears. Jeez. And the kid just kept standing up each time. And wow. when he delivered that line, the dad just froze and just stormed out of earth, angry wow. with tears. 
like, wow, that was that was deep. <laughs> that was real deep. I need a <laughs> hug after that one. Right? And, and it's from the same guy, uh, Kirkman, who wrote Walking Dead. Oh, so really? So it's like, oh. it, it has that okay. humanity feeling in the middle of this extremely fantasy sci-fi story. Wow. That's crazy. That's awesome. Try to follow that up, Tom. <laughs> Good luck. That's the most that I've ever talked comic in my life. <laughs> uh, well, continuing from last week, what uh, reading Saga, and so what happened okay. at the end of what I was reading was that um, the mother and or the, the mother and the father Marco were trying to save the kid. Uh, at that okay. point, they were jumped by this freelance bounty hunter guy, woman thing that ends up being okay. this giant spider with many arms and ends up pretty much almost killing Marco, the husband. Yeah. And she, this the bounty hunter ends up getting freaked out because of these ghost-like creature things that come out. And anyways, one of them um, ends up making a deal saying, I could save your husband as long as I could host your, uh, your newborn's body so I can leave this planet. Hmm. And so the deal is struck, and she said, yeah, how are we going to do that? So I ended up going around this planet, and at the same time, you're learning more about this new character who is the Will, and he's another bounty hunter who's actually looking for the the three, the the mom, the dad, and the the child. And that's all I've read so far, so it's getting a little bit more intense, introducing more characters. And and I know... um, Barry, and I think we're going to refer to him a little bit more just with all the comics. But I know he was <laughs> right. that it, the, the writers definitely said that it was almost impossible for anyone to adapt this into a movie, TV show, because it's really difficult. Everything's it's as if, like, I don't know, like Guillermo del Toro and James Cameron had a visual love fantasy and combined oh, and made this. Because it's it's crazy. Like every single thing, you're like, okay, whatever. They're gonna meet new people, but everything's weird. Like there are women. They're like the sextillion. I think this is a place where like all sexual pleasures can happen. Like, Where's that again? Just Where's like... it located? <laughs> Where's it? Where's that? Is is that on Google Maps? Can I find that? Can I find that, please? Can we go there? <laughs> can you take me to that place? Next live show there. <laughs> that that is crazy. What a trip. Oh. Looks like we have a little... Oh, he's back. Had a little technical failure. These darn satellites. Tom is back. (laughs) Face Tom, you back with us? I'm good, King. (laughs) I'm I'm good. I'm good. I I had to go fight some crime a little bit. Now I'm back. That was good. That was a a quick punch. Nice. Um, Right. So, um, anyways, what I was saying was that there are these women that literally are just legs and a torso. Their whole whole torso is their face. Whoa. It's, it's kind of really like uh, Zola. Hmm. Yeah, it's really, really, really weird. So hmm. I don't know, I'm really getting into it. I'm, I like the big fantasy kind of feel. So I don't know. We'll see what happens next week when uh, what next brings up with Saga. Nice. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds torso, like a real good series. Torso, face, and legs. Huh. Right? I'm thinking about it. Between that <laughs> and sex criminals that Barry was talking about last time, I am like... I like where we're going. We might be going to a... Different convention that's in Las Vegas around January. Certain <laughs> actors and actresses, but we'll, we'll talk about that later. We'll work Crusaders it out. Yeah, after let's, night. We'll uh, we'll keep that one. Capeless for another Crusaders podcast. after night. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> well, shoot. Well, now that uh, now that we got all of our... We went long on that. That was like 15 we made, minutes. We made the comic guys proud, Oh, dude, I think. Hey, that's what we said we were going to do. You know what? All right. We got to compensate. We got to compensate. <laughs> but now... It's our time. Oh, yeah. It's going on the shows. TV. TV what do we got baby. first? Uh, Let's do Walking Dead. Walking Dead. Oh, The Walking Dead. That oh, premiere. That, that may easily have been the best premiere that I have seen in Walking Dead. And, I, and I'll put it on level with the first episode ever because that was the first episode. It was outstanding. But... This last premiere, oh my god, oh, so many things, so many things occurred so, at once. So many things. Fill me in, guys. Okay, so we, go, Tom. Okay, go for so it. hold up, hold up. Just for the numbers' sake, you know, since you know Drew's not here, just for numbers' sake, it broke a record for being the most watched season premiere of all t- cable television. Yeah, seventeen point three million viewers. Wow. What for cable? That's high. Yeah. Damn. Oh my god. Pretty crazy. Wow. And the cool thing, especially if you didn't get a chance to watch it, um, you can go on amc.com, look it up, and it's going to be playing online for free uh, for the next like 28 days. So that's a little plug in for you, AMC. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Hashtag so AMC. Go and watch it. Yep. Hashtag AMC. <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah. So for. Th- for those who who have caught up, those of you who haven't, uh, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! About to say what happened in Hashtag the spoilers. season premiere of Walking Dead. <laughs> Here spoiler we go. alert! Okay, so our our favorite crew, Rick and the entire crew, they went to this place called Terminus, which we thought was a sanctuary. No, it was bad. It was a bad place. So they've been captured. Uh, episode starts off. They're being pulled out of their containment, where they were. They're zip-tied behind their back, zip-tied around their feet, and they're put in front of this trough. And these people who we thought you know, was a safe place, was a safe place to be, these guys are now lining them up in front of this trough and slitting throats. What? These are humans killing other humans. Are you serious? Slitting their throats and letting the blood pour out. And not our main characters yet, of course. They haven't got to them. It's, it's these other people that were tied up with them. Right. And it's like, no joke, it's minus the heads like being completely taken off. It's ISIS stuff, okay? It's like they hit them in the back of the head with a bat and then slit the throats. They're, not, they're not even doing like the zombies a favor because the zombies even need to eat the humans. Right? So they're just right? doing like some weird torture and, stuff. And it's like, what is, oh, oh my God. And, and, and it's, and you know, AMC, it's, it's very TVMA. There's right. lots of blood involved. Put the kids to bed. Um, and this is happening and they get to the main characters, you know, they get, they get to, they get to Rick and Daryl and they're right there and it's about to happen to them. You're like, no, this can't be how it starts. It can't start this way. Right. It's about to happen. And before you hear gunshots outside, look around, don't know what's happening. They're trying to radio and communicate what's going on. Go to swing again. Now an explosion occurs. Okay. Carol comes to save the day. There is violence ensuing. There is shooting. There is human on human action. Rick and his people are trying to get the others out. They're fighting zombies. They're fighting people. It was an action-packed episode. What happened at the end? I can't tell you that. Oh, dang it! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I give you. A I guess I gotta spoiler. watch it, right? It, it was. Right. Yeah, go, Tom. I'm back. He's so, back. He's back. Guess who's back? Yeah, sorry. 
there's a lot of crime to, these days. You no, know, no. You're, in, you're in Southern California, man. It's understandable. Bruce Wayne <laughs> is still young. So, I mean, like, there's no Batman to save, save everyone. <laughs> so they got Tom. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, Steve, did you already tell everyone about Walking Dead? I mean, what, what happened? I only, I only touched on the beginning, on the cutting of the throats and how I was about to get to Rick and Daryl. And then there was shooting and there was explosion. And then, of course, there was opening credits, the beautifully eerie opening theme that I have missed for so long yes um <laughs> so can we continue this or we want to move on to gotham or um i would say i, th- I think i think it's good to move on to gotham because we still oh gosh we got a lot of <laughs> i gave a light cover. spoiler i gave a light spoiler there from the beginning yep that's about it all right tom why oh. don't you um actually let, let's uh let's do flash next uh flash Ooh, should we do Flash or should we? Yeah, let's go Flash. Flash? All right. Tom, it's on you, baby. All right. I'm just going to do a quick snippet on Walking Dead. So I was on season three for the longest time, and then Netflix finally released season four. So I had a marathon the entire fourth season to finally get to season four. And for all those who haven't watched it or those who have, I'll tell you this right now. If you love the show, the series, the season premiere does not disappoint you no, it's beautiful. but okay now on to flash Flash. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I'm a little confused actually because since i i cheated and i was able to watch the the, the first episode before it even premiered on tv Cheater. that's all that's been out so far right yeah yes yep yeah that one and right. then tonight actually tonight. tonight 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 we get episode two all right all right well, with the Flash season series premiere, really awesome. Uh, you know, for those who aren't aware of the show, who haven't even watched Arrow, it's been it's spun off of um, Arrow with the second season of Arrow when they introduce Barry Allen trying to solve a crime with the whole Mirakuru poisoning all that stuff. Um, so Justin Grant, who plays Barry Allen, the series the series starts off with him waking up from a coma. And becoming the Flash. So, if you guys don't know the little bit story of the Flash, he was struck by lightning and endowed with the powers of being able to channel the Speed Force, and thus moving, you know, super fast, having all knowledge or like awareness of any kinetic energy. So, pretty much in all of comic book world, he is the fastest speedster. Where in times he had to fight against Quicksilver and beat him. <laughs> um, the show. I like the show a lot. They they tease the idea of Eport Thawne being there, the reverse Flash, um, and killing mother and end up framing or the father taking the blame. So, I mean, just like initial uh, response from the show is that if it's the same quality, same treatment they get from Era, except at this point they know more of what they're doing. They know their audience and it doesn't disappoint. So it's like every – so for all the, the Marvel fans, you guys like Marvel movies. Every single Marvel movie that happens afterward does not hit the point compared to the last one. This is kind of the same vein with Arrow and The Flash. If you like Arrow and each episode's good, The Flash does not disappoint as well. The suit, I like the suit. I know we were talking a little bit about how the it looks a little too 3D. The, the chest plate with the lightning bolt sticks out a bit. But, I mean, the overall color, the design, it looks very realistic in how you would think instead of like, a super spandexy suit. Nice, nice. So, 
that that's my spiel. Does anyone want to take off from that? Uh, the, what I'll say in addition to that, well, one, a few things. Uh, if you guys haven't seen yet, there was an article that was posted on Screen Rant. It's called The Flash Premiere, 26 Easter Eggs You May Have Missed. They have stuff in there that it get, gets deep in the comics and it's like, whoa, okay, you guys were really digging deep on that one. And they got some stuff on the surface, kind of like uh, Channel 52 News. And how it's a nod to the new 52. Uh, you know, so just like r- r- like stuff that's like, ah, and then some stuff that's like, whoa. Wait a second. A uh, fair amount of both. Uh, I mean, you know, just, I know we kind of touched on it before. It, and they, they did do some slightly different edits to the version that we ended up, that they ended up premiering, as opposed to the one that um, kind of went around for the media as the pilot. But um, still, it was just, just, just really incredible. And I am, uh, I did see... That uh, that there were some uh, set photos already with the man dressed up in the reverse Flash uh, yeah. outfit oh. already. So they're already now you know, filming stuff. Reverse Flash. Does he run backwards? He can. Oh, okay. Just checking. I wasn't sure. Reverse Flash. He just but backwards. does he? No. 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 I just went. I just went. What would make more sense to me is if Reverse Flash was really slow. So oh. slow. Oh, I think that would be Bizarro Flash. Bizarro not Flash. Reverse Flash. See, Reverse Flash, I think, runs backwards and then taunts Flash while he's running. <laughs> Faster. <laughs> ah, I'm backwards. Now what? <laughs> what? throw it in reverse, uh, Bart. Come on, Barry. What do you <laughs> got on, there, buddy? <laughs> yep. That 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 makes more sense to me personally, <laughs> uh, but uh, but uh, it, it, you know it, it was again great series. Can't wait to see what's going to happen tonight. I, um, I, I'm I'm still I haven't watched Flash yet because I want uh, I'm marathoning season two of Arrow on Netflix right now. And uh, by the way, season two is freaking fantastic so far. The yes. minute I heard a certain man's name. And his certain uh, group of deadly assassins mentioned uh, the 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 Batman fanatic at the time. He's like, oh, I'm all ears. I'm in. Yes, what's going on? You mean Shredder and the Foot Ninja? And the That's foot not yes, those guys. Exactly. The, uh, Bebop and Rocksteady. No, not those guys. The other guys. <laughs> oh, okay. Those guys okay. are cool too. Okay. I meant uh, Mr. Al Ghul. Mr. Al and the League of Assassins, aka. Uh, the League of Shadows, aka uh, Society of Assassins. There's so many names of this group. It's incredible. But race. But we will go with the League of Shadows. League, I like League of Shadows. I like that one. <laughs> and by the way, listen. Okay, real quick. Facebook comment. Rache. Yeah, yeah. I, I hear you, Tom. I hear you. Mm-hmm. I saw the video put up. I will admit right now, <laughs> live. Well, it will be live. On this podcast, yes, the anime series called them Ray al Ghul. But, but, oh Arrow, Arrow, oh my God. Arrow, <laughs> they have said it both ways. His daughter mm-hmm. says Rache and Mr. Ali. Ollie Queen mm-hmm. says Roz. Uh, Oliver. Oliver says Roz. Ollie. And <laughs> I think Roz sounds better. Anyway, Roz. Um. <laughs> you know, on that note, I will say this. I'm so excited for you to finish season two. Oh, man. Because oh, it's... it's already been confirmed that there will be more race. Ross. Uh, Ross. Uh, in Ray. season three and the very first episode in season one, which we I know we kind of already talked about, but I can't spoil it for Steve's. Um, the very first episode shows you exactly why. Oh, 
and, 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 and not only that, but it is the last scene of the show oh, Jesus. that shows us that. And, and I had a feeling because something was kind of, someone comes you back. failed this city. Exactly. Someone comes back. Someone fights side by side with Oliver, kind of out of nowhere, yeah, not under his request. Then this person sick. just leaves again. Mm-hmm. And there's really no explanation of why this person showed up and why this person left. And what else is kind of weird is they don't ask any questions. Like, the Ollie didn't p- pursue the person. Ollie and um, Roy asked no questions, nor did Diggle. The person comes, helps them out out of nowhere, and then just kind of disappears. And no one says a word about this person. And then at the very end of the show, something very drastic happens that was so drastic it actually upset me. Because I was like, I don't know how they're going to explain this one. But then I saw some some set photos behind the scenes, and I kind of already know what's going to happen. Is it is it Batman? I can't tell you, oh Steve. You need to finish this arrow oh marathon. This uh, arrowthon. You need Razzle to finish this arrowthon. So shadows, you can... <laughs> so near Gotham City. Yeah. Oh all, all I have to say is Curtis, Curtis, Al Ghul. Oh my God. That's right. Curtis, Curtis, can we? Can we? I'm gonna. I have to. I have to tease this a little bit with the Steves, mainly because of Speedy. Okay. Okay. Which is a girl's a daughter on the show, uh, sister on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Thea. She's going to be. Under someone's apprenticeship, from someone that was in a prior season, and this person was threatened with racial goal, oh which made me believe, like, oh my god, mm-hmm. Ra- Ra- racial goal is like the most, like, awesome, mm-hmm. badass, like, villain in oh this god, universe oh so god, far. Oh god, oh but then I also remember, like, this is probably <laughs> the first villain that Batman fought in Batman Begins. Like, oh, whatever. But, <laughs> right. but well, it was, it was I, cool. So just oh. everything has been planned out at the beginning. Oh. Everything has been planned. And, you know, and I, I, I kind of already know, too, and I, I you know, kind of doing some more snooping around, I saw the names and some of the synopsis for mm. so, some of the episodes later on in the season. All I'm going to – oh, gosh. This might give it away. All I'm going to say okay. – All I'm, I'm going to say – I might use my detective skills that I was taught long ago. You should. Actually, it might be more fun this way. It might motivate you to finish this arrowthon. All I have to say is I believe it's the fourth episode. One of the episodes very soon is called The Magician. That's all I'm going to say. Ooh, yeah, you already know. Huh? Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. No, well – Maybe, uh, but who, who, who's, whose name spoil it for me. ended gonna... in The Magician? What he's doing? That's it. That's all, that's all I'm going to say. That's hey, it. Uh, anyway, moving on. I'll look into it. Mic drop. Mic drop. Mic drop. Can I just say that the episode of season two of Arrow when Slade Wilson reveals himself to Oliver in the Queen House was an amazing, amazing episode. Oh my god! Oh, the, the dude, that was intensity. Oh the quiet gosh. intensity. Oliver's face looking at Slade when he goes in oh, and he sees him yes. there with his mom. Uh, hey, Oliver, Oh my god! Right, great episode. It, it was, was a great episode. I'm, I'm getting ridiculous. there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm working on it. Keep I still it going, have, buddy. I still have a, a wife and child too. That's a. That's oh. right. That's right. <laughs> All right, so... So the main event, I think. Right? Gotham now. Going from Starling City to the city of Gotham. Oh, boy. The story of Detective James Gordon. Oh, yeah. And the fight he wages against corruption and crime in Gotham City years before Batman. And Jada Pinkett Smith and those abs, if you haven't seen the last episode. Oh, fish, Mooney. I was like, 
She has obliques. Fishy. She's like 60. <laughs> she has obliques on obliques. <laughs> obliques, 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 obliques. <laughs> on everything, on everything, on everything. <laughs> right, though. But, man, I am so caught up. And ha- I'm in. I, I'm, I'm in. Oh, I'm God. in. Oh. And, and, and how, how the penguin is being used and using so people. Good. So good. The guy who's playing penguin is outstanding. I forgot she his is. name, but he's so good. I don't know. Cobblepoot. Cobblepoot, right? <laughs> According to his mom. Hold, hold on. Bring it into a full circle. If anyone has noticed, uh, he died in the fir- in the season premiere of season five, Walking Dead. Is that the same guy? What? That's the same guy. It's the blonde guy from the town. I so, thought it was so the same guy, but no wasn't way. sure. It was him, huh? Which was crazy. I was like, oh my God, Penguin. That's what I said, but I wasn't sure it was him. Off. Oh, mic drop. Mic drop. The penguin was killed by people in Walking walking Tall. Wow, hey, Dwayne Johnson just made his way back in here. Walking (laughs) Dead. (laughs) Well, we are talking about DC right now. (laughs) It's true. Yeah, there you go. Black guy. Hashtag it's uh, (laughs) all connected. All connected. I I was already, like I've said, when people ask me what I think of Gotham, I already tell them first and foremost, I'm biased. Mm -hmm. Anything that involves the bat, anything tied to him, I'm going to enjoy. Um, what about Adam West? Except for that, that. <laughs> that's the that's the mayor of Quahog. That's 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 that is. Um, what about the nipples, Batman Forever? There's, there's the nipples. Oh my god, the nipples. Uh, um, every what really got me with the show that I've, I've already I'm already behind Gordon and his fight. I love uh, Harvey Bullock. Oh yes. Oh, their chemistry. I've liked oh, I like this guy. He- Donald, Donald Logue is Donald the Logue, best. That's it. He's Donald Logue. Love to hate him he in this show. Best. I've liked Love him ever since him. he did just straight comedy, and that's all he did. It was like, he was like a comedic yep. supporting character. He's the guy Eddie Murphy takes down in the movie uh, um, Me- oh, Metro in San Francisco. Metro. The, yeah. He gets yeah. taken down in the beginning. I've liked yeah. the guy ever since doing stuff like that. I've liked him ever since he was in Blade and got his arm cut off. Yes, he was in Blade <laughs> also. He was a jerk. Or he died in Ghost Rider. Died in oh. Ghost Rider. He was in Ghost Rider too. Yep. This guy's been making yeah. money he, off of comics. Before Gotham, he was a corrupt U.S. Marshal trying to bring down the Sons of Anarchy in the last season before That's this one was Sons of Anarchy. Right. And he was vicious. Jeez. He is great as Harvey Bullock. I'm happy that he is the first live action uh, presentation of Harvey because he's got it perfect. I can't imagine anyone else playing Bullock at this point. I'm also so happy that we have what was in Batman Year One, the Carmine Falcone oh, and the, yeah, Maroney the Maroney family. I love that. Love it. I've again, these are the first Batman comics I've read, but I yeah. love the grounded and corruption, yeah, gang involved Gotham and stories. It's so perfect because, like they were talking about, the you know the Waynes being alive versus um, the uh, the you know the. Well, the Falcone family mm-hmm, mm-hmm. being there and then how there was balance created and how now that they're gone, the scales are tipped. Yeah. And organ- it's going to go from organized crime to disorganized crime oh, and God. mayhem and his house oh, yeah. is going to break loose. And, and things already look so horrible or bad with the with the mob bosses running Gotham. Yep. Yet we all know, seeing these other characters, Penguin's coming. Yep. Riddler's coming. Yep. Escalation. 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 Um, and again, Ivy. and I haven't seen it. I haven't caught it since the first, the first episode. We got a hint of someone who could be, could be the Joker. Right. The Joker. Yeah. I haven't seen one since then. Has there been one? Have I missed one? No, I haven't seen anything. Okay. Cause the first episode we had the Harley Quinn possible references. There were right. the girls dancing. Right. And then you had the guy telling the jokes, the morbid joke. Right. But we should be, they allegedly be getting a few more in this season of okay. Joker possibilities. Okay. 
And it's just, I like the the first episode, of course, everyone, there were some people who critiqued that they introduced everyone. Hey, I'm going to be the Riddler. Hey, I'm going to be Penguin and all that. And right. I'm like, you had to do that for the first episode. Yeah. You had to sell this to Fox. Fox had to see that you were gonna where you were gonna go with it. Yeah, and then sign off on it so you can then tell the whole story. Exactly. And then from here on out, right now, I mean Penguin is the main uh besides Gordon, you're seeing Penguin's story. Right. And you're seeing him come up. Yep. And I'm sure season two it's gonna be, you know, we'll see how Riddler leaves the police and starts to become who he might become. Exactly. And we might see Pamela well, not Pamela, excuse me, she's not Pamela Isley in this one, but the girl who becomes poison ivy. Yep. We'll see her eventually. What I'm curious about is how this show goes. Because we all know this show is one way or another going to end Bruce Wayne, Don in the Cape and Cowl, yep. Batman's here. Of course. That's how it's going to end. Yep. How are they going to do it? I don't know. My, I'm curious if this show will jump years in between seasons. For example, 24. Mm. Yeah. Season 2 was a year after season 1. Okay. Season 3 was three years after season 2. Okay. okay. So that's how they pulled it off. I'm wondering if we're going to see those type of jumps in this show. We'll have to eventually. But, I mean, eventually. You, yeah. but just in terms of technicality, would you would we want to see the child actor that plays Bruce Wayne? No, that's why I grow think, up. That's what I, no. I think. If you jump the years, that's when we see a different actor portraying Bruce as he's older. Yep. I think this kid is good has, as young Bruce Wayne, as very young that, Bruce Wayne. Has yeah. that ever happened for like such a titular role? Like, I mean, I couldn't imagine any type of TV show that does that. Like, with a very important character all of a sudden replaced new older character or older actor i i i haven't i haven't seen it but i think there also hasn't been a show or at least too many shows that you know the ending of the show is the beginning of something and so, yeah. and and, and the, that person has to be a certain mm-hmm. in a certain age range yeah i th- I, I i'm pretty sure that will happen i'm kind of more interested in how they're going to um have the uh, the main character Grow old because Gordon. yeah, Mackenzie Gordon. looks good. Mackenzie is a guy who will look young even as he gets older. The hey. guy is in his late thirties, I believe. He still oh looks like he's gosh. OC age. Seriously, I think so. Jeez. And he still looks OC age. Oh yeah. Oh totally. No, yeah. he, he, he sends out guns out for that right? guy. <laughs> Flip flops on the whole line. He's good to go. I have I have two ideas that okay. I'd love to see Gotham toy with this show, and I want to see what you guys think about this. Okay. Idea number one: um, if they do have these jumps in between seasons. Mm-hmm. I would love the idea of a, and it's not split story, but it's kind of like how, you know, how Arrow has present day and yeah, past. which is one of my favorite uh, things about it. Yeah. What I would like, yeah. is not so much present day and past, but I'd right. also like to see, we see present Gordon. Present day and future? Uh, no, still present day, but different settings. We okay. see Gordon in Gotham battling okay. the crime. Okay. At the same time, we see Bruce going around the world learning the criminal mind. Uh, learning about the criminal mind there. Possibly League of Shadows he meets across. Okay. I was wondering what that would be like. I, I like the idea of them going back and forth. Gordon fighting the war in Gotham. Yeah. While Bruce is learning to become okay. the creature. Okay. I really love that. And it actually, because I had thought about something for a second, forgot it. This like brought that back. I really love that because one of the things that we're really seeing here is we're seeing the the relationship between Gordon and and young Bruce nur- being nurtured and cultivating throughout this process. So I, I believe, you know, uh, you know, they, they, the whole pressing point right now is trying to find out who murdered the Waynes. Yep. You know, I mean, that's 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 our that's the, our our top priority. That's kind of going in the background as we go through. You know, oh, murder case, this murder case, that, whatever. But. He's going to maintain that relationship with Bruce. He's not going to give up on his promise. And I think I think in a strange way, kind of what we already said, Bruce is going to 
really respect and appreciate how dedicated he is mm-hmm. to it, but at the same time, kind of rolling his eyes like we know we'll probably never find my parents' killer. Yeah. But but at a certain point, as Bruce is growing, that's not going to matter to him anymore. Yeah. And okay, so see. Yeah. <laughs> see, yeah. Yeah. My yeah. first idea leads into my second idea. Okay. Tom. Tom, you ready? You ready for this? Tom. Here we go, Tom. All right. All right. So. Here's the my C's play is Batman. <laughs> I am always for that. You know that. So, second to last season. Okay. Not the last season. Okay. Second to last second season. To last season. Gordon is losing the war. Okay. It's going to be a dark season. Gordon, he's... He has to. He doesn't it's going to the happen. war. That's, if he did, Batman wouldn't Exactly. Yeah. Gordon's losing. The disorganized crime has made itself present. Yeah. It's still Maroney and Falcone, but you've seen these guys now becoming these names. Exactly. Factions are splitting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Season finale okay. of, the la- of the second to last season, Okay, we get the Cape and Cowell arriving. He meets with Gordon. Oh. And the whole final season of Gotham... Is year is, one. Is, is year one, yes. Oh, that would be The final so season bad. is year one. Would be so second to last so season rad. final episode. The Cape and Cowl arrives. He makes a connection with Gordon. Last season is Batman Year One. That, makes that sense. is my dream. That is my dream for this show. That would be so awesome. <laughs> and you know, here and here's the thing. This is what ties into you know before we get to that point. How you're talking about how he's traveling. Gordon's fighting the crime, fighting the war. He's losing. Bruce is traveling. The the, the relationship is being cultivated and nurtured to a point where they do grow a bond. But at this point, he. You know, in a sense, Gordon's moved on. And Bruce has to disappear. Bruce doesn't disappear. Yeah, he has to disappear. He has to go away. He, he has, has to, to yeah. He has to go away, and he will. But the, the war's going on. Um, Gordon is be, is rising through the ranks, you know, against all opposition. But what's happening is he's always t- keeping tabs with Bruce. Mm-hmm. Always keeping yeah. tabs with Bruce. When Bruce disappears, the only person that Bruce contacts, maybe with the exception of Alfred, but not even Alfred, the only person that Bruce makes has any kind of contact with, and it's very cryptic contact, is Commissioner Gordon. Okay. He's checking in. He's hearing the reports yeah. about how Gotham's going through the news. He doesn't need to, but he's just throwing something out there, letting him know, hey, I'm still here. Hey, mm-hmm. I'm still alive. And then when he comes back, the cowl arrives. Mm-hmm. That's when he makes the, that's when he has the first meeting because that's the thing, how he knows he can trust Gordon. Since the day his parents died, They've had a relationship. Mm-hmm. He's known he's been A1. Gordon. Yep. I'll look into it. There you go. <laughs> End of episode. End of that finale. Boom. Give me the last season where it's Batman Year One. Tom, Boom. you called it. You called it, Tom. And give him red writing credits. Can you hire us? Can we right now? We just want jobs. Let me be Batman. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna also throw in a, a bit of a, a fantasy here. Shoot. It would be great if they can do this. Terry McGinnis we... is not showing up, Tom. Give up. <laughs> no. That'd be uh, New Gotham. New <laughs> that um, anyways, what would be was um, we talked a little bit about it in our group thread for all those. You guys wish you could be on our group thread. Oh, yeah. But um, there is an actor that is going to be playing a Victor Zaz in Gotham. Or I don't know if you already appeared. However, that same actor has also been signed on to play a villain in The Flash. Ooh. Now these are two different networks, yeah. but my dream would be if they are going to play, if he's going to be the same same actor playing the same villain, Victor's ass. If you were to come in on Go- at Gotham and have, so he's most he's a serial killer most famous for having tally marks for all the people he's killed. Yep. If he goes in on Go- in Gotham as like he just started out and he has like one tally mark, mm-hmm. but then they show him in the Flash and he has. Italian marks riddled all over his Ooh. body. It would just show the difference between the time frames <clears throat> since the flash is supposed to be about the age range of where 
Batman, Batman is too. So that would be that'd a be great way to make a good like cross television, you know, comic book universe that can, you know, again another hopefully yeah, Jeff whole, Johns, a big Jeff, hopeful everyone, one, especially if they, they, they connect said it. they're not going to connect it. Yes, I I'll, mean, oh, that would be amazing. Which that is would weird be though, amazing. because I know they have plans to continue to connect Flash and like Arrow. Like they've blatantly said that they're going to be going back and forth. I think, matter of fact, the season finale. Or at least the second, the last um, episode for both shows, they do together. Mm-hmm. So Arrow yeah. and Flash are going to be together. Why they won't do it the other way, I don't know. But I will say this: quick side note, um, the first uh, co- Batman comic that I bought was um, one with uh, Zaz in a cell, um, mm. putting another tally mark on his body. It was so rad. But anyway, I, I want to say there's been a show that's done that where they're on different channels, but they've connected. But I don't know for sure. Often in my TV research, I think it's occurred before. But. I have to do a little detective work. Oh, okay, no. On that note, we oh man shows shows guys. See Gotham. We got it. See the Batman three here. We got on the Gotham <laughs> and doing overtime because splurged all over. Uh, yep, yeah. our, our love for the Dark Knight. That's what just happened. Well, guys, I think we're gonna go ahead and wrap this one up for tonight. Um, Thanks for sticking around with us, having us talk about shows. Next episode, Ooh. we will be talking about the real, the movies, yes. the film. Oh, yeah. The filmic. The filmic. The, the filmic. The filmic. The so good. Uh, when I was doing this movie. film, I was in a zone in my life where I needed to get really into the character. And I, Oh, sorry. Not yet. Sorry. Nope, not, yet. Okay. 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 not yet. Not yet. Not yet. I apologize. kind of still too soon. Sorry. I apologize. I'm going to go ahead and sign off. Hey, y'all. This is uh, Curtis at Calm Down Warning, also at Existential Romeo, signing out for tonight. Tom, this, who is you? This yours? is uh, Tom at Tall, Dark, Not Ugly. Uh, protecting the streets of Van Nuys. <laughs> Word. Uh, I'll, I'll make a shout out for our, our guys who aren't here. Uh, uh, for the uh, Dr. Barry, David Barry, and uh, for for Drew McClintic, making sure we're on time. On time. Here we go, Drew McClintic. Uh, Drew was it? Drew Jamick. Drew Jamick. Yep, Drew Jamick. And uh, the Jamie Burgess. I'm Jamie Burgess. Jamie Burgess everywhere. Jamie Burgess for life. Hashtag Jamie Burgess. <laughs> this is the Azorian one, Anthony Steves. We are out. We are out, y'all. Just chill to the next episode. For David Berry, good night. Good night.